0: all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights
1: life liberty
2: if
0: liberty means
2: anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. Make
3: America
0: great
4: again. The Big Man.
5: Welcome back to the Big Mig Show. I am your host, Lance Meliacho, with my ever vigilant co host, George BG, What's BG, what's shaking, bud? Uh no.
3: you know, it's going, you know, finally, hopefully, getting this uh, tech stuff under order with Wirecast. We'll
5: yeah, find yeah, out nothing, if we
3: have any glitches. It's not me, people. It yeah, was something on their end. Like
5: no, no, I take responsibility like a good for my shit. And nothing if you don't like, like it, if you don't like
3: it, read the shirt, Lance. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I see that. Yeah, you right. don't like me. Well, that happens. Not everybody is a fan of the show. Tip of the spear. If liberty means anything at all, what do you mean not it means a fan? the right to tell people what they do not wanna hear. Uh, and let's face it, we do that every show. We try to bring the receipts. We try to bring the truth. We bring on guests that are gonna bring all of that with them. Uh, our guest tonight, uh, oh. George, I'm excited about Tommy Robinson, outspoken conservative. UK investigative journalist and exposer of the truth. I mean, interesting guy. I was listening to him on Spaces a couple hours ago. He got he got pulled into the Roger Stone time suck space zone and they kept him captive for three hours, George. Wait, they did a George
3: <laughs> move? They kidnapped him? That's what I do.
5: Yeah, they did. Well, All yeah. Right. Uh, listen, so let me start off by Wait. thanking our sponsors. Oh, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead, no, George.
3: go ahead. Do it.
5: Hey, listen, I want to thank our sponsors, seaofmud.com, uh, patriotic apparel, and a whole lot more. Uh, Don't forget, they have great promotions going on for Black Friday. You want to support the parallel economy. You know that the leadership at that company is not woke. Uh, Listen, holidays are coming up. Great way to buy your liberal family members a special gift, like a 47 shirt, Donald Trump, maybe one of these mugs. Trader Joe, we we love the humor that goes with Sea of Mud. Don't forget also, if you buy some Sea of Mud, Product right now, and you take a photo of it and you post it on the Sea of Mud profile. I have not a big famous. profile. Sorry, you. That's okay. You <laughs> will get a ten dollars gift certificate towards more product. And he's got specials on Black Friday, so get over there, get it done. Old Glory Beer, American Pilsner, brand new product to the market. Great tasting product. Uh, I got to tell you, you should ask your liquor store to carry it again a fantastic company that believes in America first. They put their money where their mouth is. They support veterans all over the country, especially our fallen. So, old glory American Pilsner, get over there. So, listen, I got to tell you, it's not every time. You know, we get a lot of guests on the show, and we get a lot of interesting guests, I feel like, We try to get the guests that are out at the forefront of what they're doing. But Tommy Robinson, I'll tell you, I really got on top of him and started, and I'm I'm doing that in the best ways. No homo, George, no homo. (sighs) Uh, I got on top of what he does. You should see Tommy, he's
3: sweating bullets right now back there, man. He's like, what? (laughs) I got you, Tommy Doe. I got you, bro. Don't worry.
5: (laughs) So listen, I got, I started watching all his videos. I started watching what he was doing. Man, this guy is a beast. Let me give you a little bit of his background here. So, He's the former leader of the EDL and a man that's been persecuted by the British state nonstop simply for standing up in support of British troops. He grew up on the streets of Luton, a town plagued by Islamic extremism and criminal gangs. His livelihood was taken from when he led a street protest against it, hounded through the courts, thrown to the Muslim underworld which runs England's prisons. When Tommy refused to be broken, the police tried to blackmail him into working for him. He's a political activist, he's an author, he's a documentarian, he's a political advisor. I mean, let's face it, this guy's been called controversial. A far-right figure, a former leader of an anti-immigration group, allegedly anti. And let's face it, just like us, Got suspended on X, probably because he was telling the truth. Whenever you were over the target, and I should say, Twitter 1.0, it wasn't the current regime; it was the old regime.
3: Yeah, they still up to uh, their antics. He was
5: deactivated though in 2018. We didn't get deactivated, George and I, till right when Trump did. Shortly thereafter, and supposedly he violated the hateful conduct uh, policy on the platform, but that was obviously a veiled shot across the bow. We don't like what you're exposing. I have to call him the comeback kid, though. He got his account back. Not many people did. I got mine back. George still did not get his back. Of course, we're all still dealing with the algos. Elon Musk, the algos, fix him, brother, please. Help a brother out here. We need more traffic. So so I got to tell you, he posted something interesting, a clip From David Hasselhoff, Looking for Freedom, was his comeback kid video. It cracked me up when I saw it. George, throw up Media One, let's throw a cover for his book and let's let Tommy in here before he gets more worried backstage and leaves because I make some offish color comment.
3: Look at that, huh? Hold on, I'm gonna bring him up. enemy
5: of the state, brother. I'd wear that with a, uh, a badge of honor uh and his book silenced is out we're going to talk about those but george throw up media one which is the cover for enemy of this state oh i was going to
3: so bring him on right now so- so- good thing you didn't say oh, that he, eh, no no
5: wait. that's the way we work here we're all easy no stress here on the big meg, unless we're talking to the deep state and they should be stressing there it is now listen he's written multiple books i didn't realize he had written as many books as he had which he did this before the proficiency of AI, which means he had to do, write these books the hard way <laughs> without the help of AA. George, let's bring him in.
3: Uh, okay. There he is. Welcome to the show.
5: Bobby Robinson, all the way from the UK. Midnight, midnight in the UK, huh?
1: Midnight in the UK, Lance, George, it's good to be here. It's good to be here. you. Yeah, we
5: appreciate you. it, man, we appreciate it. I heard you're going deep on the Spaces event Man, dude, I gotta tell you, I'm impressed. The more I watched you, the more sucked in I got. Thanks. Thank you.
3: All these- Thank you. <laughs>
5: That's another- You are using like oh, three man, words I already, know. bro. From Come on. Yeah. On top of me sucking me in. All right, right I'm <laughs> going down. I better just leave now while I'm going down. God damn. <laughs> you
3: know, I, pol- I apologize uh, for my friend there, you know.
5: Hey, George, throw up Media <laughs> 2, which is his book Censored. <laughs> Alex Jones, Gavin McGinnis, Paul Joseph Watson and Laura Loomer. Interesting. Laura Loomer. We're Luma. gonna talk about that in a minute. Media Three, this is an interesting title. Muhammad's Quran. Oh. Uh, why Mo- Muslims Kill for Islam. Now I think there was an updated version with a less uh, a less brutal title, maybe, I don't know. I saw two of them, I wasn't sure if that was the updated. And then this is your final book that we're gonna be talking about also. Tommy Robinson, Silence. I love the cover, because I gotta tell you that <laughs> is tape what tape works wonders, movie.
3: man. Duct tape yeah, is great handy, stuff. Duct
5: tape, the handyman's helper can even quiet Tommy Robinson just for a few minutes.
3: Just be careful when you use duct tape on the front of people's hands because there's a way you can just snap and, and it rips so off for them. So. Yeah, yeah. Do something else. There
5: are some tricks for getting out of zip ties and yeah. duct tape. Not that All I'm right. going
3: to know, but, you know.
5: Let's bring Tommy back in. Mm. Tommy, the most important question is what the hell started you on this journey of conservatism and exposing the truth like you are?
1: So, I started my first activism in 2004 after the Beslam School Massacre. Do you remember that? That was yes. the, in Chechnya. It's where school children were taken by jihadists. The parents come outside the school, and then they started butchering the children in the school, so the parents were listening and hearing it, and they were down on their knees. No, it, it was a visual that's never left me. I remember watching it, and then I, I remember thinking, what could possibly drive not one man, but all these groups of men to butcher children in this way? And I started looking into Islam and then two, two weeks later I saw a group of jihadists or extremist radicals in my hometown of Luton in a chicken shop doing a video online saying that a, a, an attack like that in an English school would be justified and that was the moment where I thought who is this group what are they about I then started looking and researching they were part of an organisation called al-Majradin whose head office was in Luton town my town Omar Bakri, Abu Hamza, some of the country and world's most famous radical jihadists were part of this organisation. Um, I organised my first demonstration then. And then in 2009, there was a soldier's homecoming parade through Luton. Luton town is 30 miles north of London. When I was born in 1982, we had one mosque. We've now got 45. I have seen the change. I understand what that change means. Luton is a very multicultural and diverse town with, with people from every country. And the majority of them get along pretty well. But there was one section of the community that isolates itself, segregates itself, and is pretty hostile to the rest. It was the Islamic community. Not all of them, but there was a problem there. So then when they attacked our soldiers, um, that was the final straw I'd witnessed. My cousin was a victim of sexual abuse, rape gangs in the town. The police did nothing. It's something that now the country are aware of, the world are aware of. These Islamic gangs that kidnap English girls and rape them. I then formed an organisation in resistance to them attacking our armed forces called the English Defence League. We we blew up like a wildfire in the UK. We started in Luton. I started talking. We realised the problems I'd seen in Luton were actually in every town and city within Islamic community. And people had been suppressed and silenced for decades through the through the fear of being branded racist, the power of political correctness. So lots of people were feeling upset, angry at the way their towns had changed. When we come out, speaking about it, screaming about it, it just went bang. And but with, within 12 months, we'd set up divisions of bases in every town and city in the UK. We traveled the country going into areas to highlight issues that the media and government wouldn't talk about if they were, if they were covering up crimes or covering up uh, issues that were happening in a certain town we went in there, and when we went in there, because we were we were young men, we were pretty angry about what was happening to our country, we weren't backing down. When we went into towns, gangs of Muslims were coming out, there were confrontations, it was hitting world news, we were getting world attention, which then brought media attention to the causes and the problems we were talking about. So it highlighted issues that they'd, man- they'd managed to hide for decades. The main one being, which I'm mainly known for, is across our country in every town and city young english girls were taken, prostituted, drugged, raped, pimped and even murdered. Yeah, some of the figures would absolutely astonish you with what was allowed to happen. I I spoke about this from 2009. I was criticized, I was condemned. They acted like I was making it up. In 2015, a government report came out on a town called Brotherham, which proved everything I've been warning about. All the things we've been saying were, were were totally true. In fact, they were worse. And then, um, so that was a wake-up call for many people in the UK. But I then left street protests. I I found myself on the street with thousands of men highlighting issues. I decided in 2015 to try and address those issues in a different way. I started journalism, citizen journalism. I went on to become a very successful journalist. I wanted the world to see what I've seen. I want them to understand what it's like growing up in a town where Islam takes over. 50% of my town is, is Pakistani, Muslim, and we have 45 mosques. I want them to understand how the council and the politicians will surrender to them, how your rights will disappear, how the dominant culture will become the Islamic culture, how you become irrelevant as working class white Englishmen. They they don't care about us anymore. They deal in a vote bank of politics like a military fashion from the Islamic community. I wanted to highlight and warn the world um, about what I've seen and about the problems that are coming to every town and city because the Islamic demographic that's changing in our country is unstoppable, it's uncontrollable. The borders being open now in the United States, all the problems I talk about are on their way to you. So that's a brief of my history. Um, i became become a journalist in 2015. I really made an impact. I know that I was probably the most watched journalist in the world. I was making... I had 69 million people watch my videos in a four-week period. I had 172 million people read my tweets in that same four-week period. I started highlighting grooming gangs and the Islamic rape of our our daughters and the generation of our daughters. I started exposing police corruption and I was imprisoned for that. which shocked a lot of people. I know it blew up in America. I know um, there was a movement called Free Tommy. I was outside the court case. I was doing a video discussing the fact of how many girls these men had alleged to have raped, the crimes they've committed, talking about it. They come and took me from outside of court and they sentenced me to 13 months there and then and threw me straight in jail. (sighs) contempt to court, which which essentially brought more attention to my cause than I could ever dream
5: of. It's incredible that freedom of speech—it doesn't matter right now. We're all under attack on every continent. Uh, it's and it's funny to me what I've really uh, been paying attention to is the parallel of this invasion being simu- simultaneously orchestrated across the globe. I mean, it's the UK, it's Italy, it's the US. You see this, and you know that it's intentional. One of the things I caught from your videos is it seems like you guys have elected quite a few, uh, what I would call, Islamic leaders into positions in government, and they seem to be promoting this Islamic growth within the UK uh, and and covering up the Sharia law violations, because obviously... Uh, there are the extremist Muslims and there are the less extremist Muslims. Sharia law, we've seen the consequences of Sharia law in many countries, especially when it comes to children, women, and animals. Uh, and of course, Christians of all things. Uh, what do you think triggered your suspension? Was it the exposing in 2018? Because you got suspended earlier than many of us. When they attacked us here, it's because of the Twitter files group had a lot of it to do with COVID origins, Donald Trump, the cover-up, the CIA being involved, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security. Many of us, myself included, and George, were tagged in those reports as being conservatives that were, uh, you know, uh, producing and disseminating fake information. Although, of course, we all know now it was true. We know we were right about COVID. We know we were right about the elections. Uh, You know, we're even right about the, the CIA killing JFK at this point. What triggered your suspension,
1: man? So, to, when, I was, when I was deleted off of Twitter, it was, I stated a Twitter. fact. I I said that Muslim, Muslims make up 4 to 5% of the UK population, yet they're responsible for 90% of the convictions in gang rape uh, paedophilia, yeah? And 30% of the men convicted are called Mohammed. That <laughs> is the reason they deleted me. That is, and that's a fact. They are statistics from court cases, that's a fact. I was deleted from Twitter for that, but I was mainly censored and erased from the entire internet. When I was put in prison for standing outside the court, they locked me up. They tried to put reporting restrictions on it. 700,000 people signed a petition to have me released. 30,000 people marched on parliament. Um, what was your, uh, some some politicians flew over from all across Europe, including mm-hmm. uh, uh, Gassar, Paul Gassar from, from the United States, come and spoke at a rally to have me freed. Donald Trump's, um, Brownback was his name. Um, The diplomats of the UK made comments on it. So there was a mass movement that was created. When I come out of jail, I found out that I was released after 12 weeks on an appeal and it was found that everything they had done was unlawful. They'd locked me up in solitary confinement for three months and everything they'd done was illegal, so they were forced to release me. When they released me, public opinion was hugely on my side. I'd rose to 1.2 million followers on Facebook. If I went live, I was talking to 30,000 people. I'd bypassed the mainstream media's lies, and I'd reach people in their lounges. I was showing and exposing lies they were telling. But the final straw for me was Panorama is the BBC's lead flagship investigative journalism documentary maker for the BBC. When I come out of jail, I got told that they were working on a hit piece on me called Tommy Takedown. I sent a girl undercover into Panorama. Now, Panorama, Panorama are known for undercover covert recordings to expose corruption. I sent a girl undercover into Panorama I got her sat there. I got them on record telling people what to say about me in interviews, saying, say this, say this, say this. Do we have a deal? I got them changing innocent discussions into sexual allegations. Wow. The man says, the, the head of Panorama says, we're turning this into a sexual thing against Tommy Robinson. They were, create, they were turning me into Harvey Weinstein, unlawfully, illegally. Yeah, I got all of it caught on camera. I got the leader of the, of, of the documentary, um, their, their main man, being racist, being homophobic. We, we got him to go out for drinks with the girl. We caught them and everything. And then they contacted me, and they contacted me for a sit-down interview because they've done this hit piece on me. And it was all full of lies. They've done this hit piece on me. So when I met them, I set a screen up on the wall behind me, a TV, and I sat down and looked at them, and all their producers are sat there. And I said, would you ever tell anyone what to say about me in a documentary? Is that journalism? Would you tell someone what to say? He said, no. I just said, press play. And on the wall behind me was the covert recordings of them telling them. And I went through each allegation, sexual allegations. Would you make that up? Press play. And all the presenters and all, all of their producers are sitting with their heads in their hands. Now, this, is, this was the best wow. takedown of the BBC. It, I, made, I called my documentary panodrama. Yeah, there's this panorama... I hired the biggest screen you can hire in the UK, 50 metres, and I erected it outside the BBC's offices, and I stood (laughs) and showed through my social media, everything you thought about the BBC, everything you thought about them making news up, creating news and destroying people's lives, I've got it, all in camera, yeah? That documentary went out and 24 hours later, I was deleted from Facebook, I was deleted from YouTube, I was censored from every social media, but not just that, the sentence I'd just been released from prison for, that they illegally imprisoned me. This was a year later. The Attorney General sent me a court letter within 48 hours. They put me back in court and threw me back in jail at the Old Bailey. And God. that was for, and I know they can change the laws. They can do what they want. You know, I, if you go on Wikipedia and you read who Tommy Robinson is, there'll be a list of criminal convictions. I have never been tried by a jury. Never. Ever. Wow. I've been imprisoned wow.
3: We know Wikipedia is not to be. Uh take it yeah. seriously you C- know More like
1: cia controlled
5: cia funded <laughs> and constant editing by the fbi we've actually had a guide that has traced back the ips showing that many of the edits on conservatives on wikipedia at least on american conservatives you know, I, I wouldn't doubt that yours are any different but the edits are done by the fbi and the cia and department of homeland security I was, lance i was just gonna say
3: <laughs> you think the fbi cia had anything to do with tommy being you know silenced
5: yeah, like they yeah, did well, all of us. Let me tell you something. When it comes down to government corruption, we know it's global. Uh, we exposed the story at Italy Gate, and it turned out the British were helping the hackers travel on British passports, so that MI6 was involved, and that had to do with the Leonardo Spa satellite hack. It was one of the reasons that we believe we were suspended, that they booted us off. So we're no. We're, there's no surprise to the corruption, although obviously on this show our plan is always to unify the country so right now our audience is going well that's the UK that's the UK that's Tommy yeah well let me tell you something guys you have to pay attention to what's going on here the reason we wanted to get Tommy on the show is because in my opinion the UK is like 12 months to 24 months ahead of us we just had a guy that got jailed for a meme a freaking meme they gave him seven months for are you kidding me? You've seen what they did to the J6 people. Now that the J6 videos are released, you already know that fedsurrection is more the truth about the J6 alleged insurrection. You've got Americans that have been jailed given these crazy sentences that didn't even enter the Capitol. They wanna show you outtakes of certain clips for people walking around handing out tuna fish sandwiches that they gave 12 months to, and you guys aren't paying attention close enough. I keep telling you, it's a uniparty, and I keep telling you about government corruption. Here's Tommy telling you about UK government corruption and how they've silenced him. Throwing him in jail for investigative exposing journalism, we're right here. And this comparison of UK and USA, we're just starting out. Uh, Tommy, for the listeners, how close, when you look at our media here, because you interact with all the top media here and in the UK, What are the parallels you see right now? And what are the warnings you have to give these listeners before we even go into these video clips that I want to show comparing the UK to US with these immigration issues?
1: Well, I I come to America in 2010. I attempted to enter the United States and I was detained at JFK Airport. I was basically told by your airport that the British didn't want me to be allowed in there. They deported me. I've been there three years in a row prior to that. This was once I started my activism and I was leading a movement. I then went back in 2011, and stupidly, I went back on someone else's passport. I illegally gained entrance to the United States. And I'd done that. I knew the risk. I thought I'd be imprisoned in America if I got caught. But I come, and my speech I gave in New York was called a warning to America. And I stood there and said, I wish someone had come to my town 30 years ago. I wish someone had told me what to expect, how it would pan out, what will happen with open border immigration from Islamic countries. I wish someone come. So I went there and I gave a warning to America about all of this. I've then sat back and just watched it all fall into place. I've watched exactly what we've witnessed. And the media are a weapon. They're nothing more. They're not there to give you the news. They're there to destroy you and control the narrative. If you challenge the narrative, you're in trouble. The problem is the, goal, the goalposts continue to shift. Some people think they're on the right side of free speech at the minute. But then they move. We have J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling is a mainstream author in the UK. And she's now seen as a hate figure because she spoke out against transgenderism. You've seen it. It went from... We were the first people censored because we were talking about open border immigration and the problems that come with that, yeah? Then it went to people talking about Brexit, Covid, vaccines, transgenderism, Black Lives Matter. It continually shifts. So all the the people who oppose us, you might think you're on the right side of free speech, but at some point you're going to be on the wrong side of it. And they just and so long as we allow the state to decide what is acceptable to talk about, we're in trouble. And I've seen that. So people didn't mind when we got censored. I'm, I'm from a working class poor background. I, I, I've been no angel in my life. That doesn't matter. Then they're censoring doctors. Then they're censoring nurses. That, the last couple of years has woke a hell of a lot of people up around the world to start questioning everything. So your media, what we're currently happening with Joe Biden opening your borders, I said to America, Like, I wish we had Mexican immigration, yeah? You have no idea what's coming. When you have Sharia-dominant countries, when you have uh, Pakistan, Afghanistan, (coughs) Somalia, these people who are now coming into a nation through open borders, they are going to create so many problems you have no idea. The problems that come, the segregation, the separation, the unwillingness to integrate, the level of hostility, the level of crime... (coughs) All of these different mindsets, you just have to look at how they think. How do they think on women? What do they think of freedom of speech? What do they think on apostasy, leaving Islam? All these views, what do they think on homosexuality? They're all alien to us. We've come a long way in society. They're going to bring it all back. So when I see the open border policy, (coughs) it's not a mistake. Anyone who thinks four million people have come through your your border, by mistake. Anyone who (laughs) thinks Europe has been flooded, by mistake. Literally, these people step off the coast of Libya which, which the cabal ended up removing Gaddafi so that this happens. Once they got rid of him, they opened the floodgates of Europe. They then stepped 10 metres off the beach, NGO boats paid for by the German government and other European governments, literally go pick them up. They then bring them in, they put them in hotels, and they redistribute them across our nation. At numbers... 20, I've, I've done a documentary recently called Plantation Two on the immigration crisis in the Republic of Ireland. 20% of Ireland People are now born abroad. That's happened in two years. Two to three years that's happened. So quick, so fast. Ireland's a small country with an aging population. The youth usually leave for work. They've flooded it with migrants. The migrants are all from Islamic backgrounds. The same is happening in the United States. I believe it's done to destroy our resistance, destroy our, our identity, to make us weaker. We're all arguing amongst each other whilst they're enforcing laws, taking all of our rights. We're witnessing all of it, but the warning I always give to America, and I come to give to America was I'm living proof. Uh, I've experienced it. I've seen the town change. You're fr- the more Islam, the less freedom. You have no idea how your politicians will sell you out. When you don't become the force that they are because of the way they vote through vote bank politics, your leaders already in the United States are appeasable. Look at what's happened in the last three, four weeks with the Hamas pro-hamas situation. yeah and 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 it's happening. It's a terrifying situation because we look to America or I look to America hoping for a solution, hoping for leadership, hoping for someone to stand up. you got Joe Biden. The world is um, <laughs> it's insane. It's comical. It's mental. Yeah. So, um, but yeah.
5: But, we, uh, like to, it, we like to call Joe Biden Pedotus because he's <laughs> such a damn pedo, child sniffing uh, installed uh, toilet of a president.
3: Did you see oh, what he did oh, the, he the other be- day to that little girl?
5: Oh, I, I know, like again, your ears. Again, your, he's going to talk about the little girl's ears. Didn't he go into the ear yeah. thing? He probably wanted to sniff her ears. Yeah, then he ran off inside so
3: fric- on, a, on yeah. a turkey pardoning. He just took off in the turkey. Didn't even yeah. get to pardon him.
5: Yeah, the, the turkey didn't even get a full pardon. He's yeah. probably dead right now sitting in the White House kitchen. He couldn't wait for Joe. <laughs> Nobody can trust Joe, not even the Thanksgiving turkey that's been pardoned every year by every other president. But that's because none of us can trust Joe. I mean yeah. You can't trust Joe. You can't trust Kamala installed george i want to i want to jump in here with these videos lead um, us into these george tell us about what these videos give me the titles as you put these up tommy this is some stuff just showing the dynamic of what's entering the uk
3: um this
5: is, what's your first one there joe hold george? on we'll pull a, it up yeah.
3: This one we have, it's, ooh, this is a good one. Illegal migra- migra- migration used as a weapon. So this was like a manhunt underway. It like um, It was six suspected terrorists cross the channel over there by you.
1: Oh, this, this, this is a story that have come in on the boats. But yep. this is, look, the, 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 the Paris Black theater attack were refugees who come in on boats. Yeah? This is nothing new that one of the attackers in the German terrorist attack had come in as a refugee. It's not like this is the first time. Now we're being told that six have come in through the boats, four of them Yemen, I believe, two of them Somali al-Shabaab terrorists, I believe, and they're now wandering our country. We're waiting for an attack. It's like we've seen hey, it time and time again.
5: Tommy, we got from a source, George and I, one of our sources came to us, and there's a the, the, the cartels are offering a VIP service for people that are on the terrorist watch list they'll charge 75 to hundred thousand dollars us and they will guarantee you entry using some of their best tunnel networks that's the program the cartels running so you can get your vip service if you're on the terrorist watch list and you still want to come into the us the cartel will guarantee you entry george play that video let's show you show that listeners we're going to go through a couple of things Great. guys we'll discuss
0: the aspect of the Migrant crisis is the number of people who get into this country that we know nothing about uh, We learned over the weekend that six in the last week six came across in the same boat uh, All six of them suspend suspected of being terrorists uh, intent on causing problems here in Britain uh, Blowing up buildings and what have you uh, they've kept a handle on three of them, but they've lost the other three now all <laughs> the time Uh, which doesn't fill you with confidence, does it? But all the time, we're having hundreds of people a week, sometimes more, coming across the channel in small boats and dinghies, and the first thing they say is, I've lost my passport, I've lost my documents. After that, we're in their hands. The only story we get is their story. We don't know who they are. The security aspects of this are getting more worrying by the day, aren't they?
6: Uh, Hugely worrying,
5: and we were seeing an awful lot of... Albanian criminals coming across, and then um, you, know, the UK managed to get a, a special deal with Albania to get them turned around and
1: sent back to Albania very quickly indeed, and that's eased a bit of it off. But you, know, the six
0: terrorists are ones that um, have got into the public domain. Um, how many more have not got into the public domain out of the you know, the thousands that are coming across the channel? This has been a threat that's going on for quite some time.
1: As well as terrorist organisations trying to get their wrong into our country, I think it's 19 known terrorists across the Channel, which is pretty alarming. Where are they? Um, it- It strikes me that, increasingly, this sort of mass migration and illegal migration is being used as a weapon of war by hostile states. I say this because there's been reports of the Taliban now controlling people trafficking routes, other reports of Wagner mercenaries being involved in the exodus of people throughout the Sahel in Africa, and other reports, again, of planes taking off from Turkey, that time to go over to South America to flood the American borders. Can you talk a little bit more about that and potentially how some pretty dodgy regimes who certainly aren't our friends are actually controlling and using these migratory flows to upset the
7: West?
8: Oh, the, the, the movement of people is being used as a weapon um, in a number of different ways. Um, one, to infiltrate criminals. into
3: We're not going to play the whole tape because wow. you got the gist of it, that terrorists are coming in. I wonder who's got more terrorists coming over the border, Amer- United States or over there, UK?
5: I don't know. Well, we might be catching up fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it's not just UK, is it? It's Europe, because once they're in one country, they're in all of them. So... Yeah. And we've got, we've got large numbers of Muslims. We've got large populations. Um, we're in trouble. We're seriously in trouble. Only 5% of the UK. But I keep saying to people, what do you think it's going to be like when it's 20%? Are we just supposed to sit back and wait?
5: And they're fighting. You guys are already disarmed unless it's an illegal weapon. They've done a good job of leaving the, uh, the British... Uh, Without any hope, at least here we still have 2A for the moment. Of course, they want to disarm all of us. I don't know what the solution is going to be. The U.S. Americans supposedly right now own 430-plus million guns and more than 4 trillion rounds of ammunition. Uh, are those numbers correct? I don't know. That doesn't include illegal weapons. It doesn't include the gangbaggers in Chicago that have Glocks with auto sears. But listen, we're gonna take a break here for a minute, guys. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna we're gonna go through more of the videos. Tommy's gonna walk us through a lot of more information unify the country one episode at a time that's what we're doing tonight exposing more about what you need to be worried about george take us to a break you
3: got it see you guys in a few minutes
8: are only going to allow a couple thousand sites 99 of the web will be off-limits. for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you worked for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com.
2: I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece my towels for only 29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper as low as 99.99. Or how about my pillow bed sheets for as low as 24.98? There's something for everyone: Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last.
6: You are in danger. They are watching you. Big brother big tech and hardened criminals too today everyone is being tracked then profiled analyzed and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder or just outright stolen even worse the coming ai state artificial intelligence is now watching you like never before without privacy you have no freedom every patriot Every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for forty-five days. You have nothing to lose, but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain, until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better, and forever.
9: see? sit down.
0: Sit down. Oh, yeah.
4: Cous, 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 cous.
9: As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings.
3: Welcome back to the Big Make Show. Here with your host, Lance Miliaccio, co-host George Ballanty, and our special guest, Tommy from the UK. So before we get started, uh, I want to give a little announcement real quick. So Sea of Mud is having Black Friday sales. They'll be announced tomorrow, pre, uh, pre-sale via email. You'll get up to 40% off on mis- miscellaneous stuff, plus 35% off shirts, 25% off sweatshirts. So don't forget to check out seaofmud.com for all your patriotic gear. So a little shout-out to Tracy and Mona, my fave. Hope you guys are doing well. Stay warm over there in Chirac in Chicago. So back to this uh, migration. Tommy, is it true, to, um, is it like 15% of the population is now immigrants over there?
1: Well, they, they, look, the figures they give is that five, six, 5 6% tops, I believe, they say is Islamic. That's what they say. But you just have to drive around our country. It doesn't seem like that. I know 50% of my town's Islamic. I know every single major city you go to now has vast numbers of Muslim migration. And I remember when I sat down my local imam in Luton, the leader leader of all their mosques, and I said, what, have we got 50,000 Muslims in Luton? He said, well, they say, legally, legally, you can double that. So you can probably double it across the country. You can probably double it across the country. But the entire face of many towns and cities have changed forever. You come to Luton, you think you're in Karachi doesn't
5: look like any. A hey, Tommy, TV. how do you guys compare to France? I understand the numbers in France are just colossal. Yeah,
1: we're not far behind. The numbers wow. are totally What, France lost. is worse? France is, France is worse, yeah. Because
3: I, I, I know yeah. Germany's bad, because I have family there, and I know, like, they've keep so much stuff away from the media that, they, I mean, they were just raping women over there, beating them up, even beating up men. But, I mean, it's just, like, it was at, it's out of control.
1: But there was a thousand women targeted on New Year's Eve in the city of Cologne, which they hid for three or four days. And those attacks happened at the same simultaneously on the same evening of New Year's across many, many European cities where they come out and just attack women. Um, But the problems are bad in Germany. They're bad in France. They're the highest in France because problems are more serious in France because they have uh, the the most amount of Muslim uh, population up there. They've got seven million or eight million. So, and the problem with France is, whereas we've had Christian migration as well from black countries, and it, predominantly that's worked pretty well, yeah? Um, France, all their migrations come from Islamic countries. So when you go to, say you go to my hometown, you'll see whites with blacks integrated very well within to each other, all friends. When you go to France, you don't see, there's no, there's no it's, it's Muslims and non-Muslims. It's totally se- segregated, which is how our, our towns are as well. But We also have lots of migration from different ethnicities that has worked pretty well and has integrated pretty well into us into, into society,
5: hmm. George. Take us into some more of these clips, man. I'm
3: it's gonna crazy. this What's is this is gonna be his clip, um, the one he sent us, Lance, on um, the oh, Rape yeah. of this Britain the, promo.
1: This is the episode one for uh, bo- I've done a box set, five series, the fifth series is out soon. This is a documentary series about the gangs who have been raping our daughters. This is this is. The main concern you should have with open border immigration, because what you're about to see now is what's happening in every town city in the UK.
3: And if we don't stop this, it's going to be coming to the United States. So l- listen up, people. Yeah, here we go. They have
1: not defended the children of the poor. They are punishing the people who speak out in defence of the children of the poor. I oh my, God, my kids daily. I think if you wasn't here, I wouldn't be here. What happened the first time?
4: I slept with him. How old was you?
1: I was 11. Tom. He had six years. he was 11. So he raped you. An independent inquiry into the sexual exploitation of children in Telford and Wrekin has been going on for well over two years. The police, social services, and councils are refusing to help the inquiry at all. We are totally. supplying
8: them with yes. 40 years
4: worth of information. 40 years? 40 years? children have been failed, so 40
1: years children have been failed. A deliberate attempt to cover up these crimes against little girls for fear of being called racist. They've known what has been going on in that town for 40 years.
6: They would talk to me about going to meet certain people, not to tell my dad if
4: they told me to go to that person.
1: Who was the kingpin? Who is the main organiser? I don't want
4: to be
8: living
4: this for the rest of my life. He was that hurt by it. He, he got out of the car and he couldn't wait for the police to come. He needed to to go.
1: Family trees, networks, how they operate, who operates with who. Just so you understand, as we go along here, we have CPS solicitors, police officers, politicians. That's the level of connections who are involved and intertwined within these gangs. There are five dead females at the hands of these gangs in Telford alone. I'm sorry for doing this. I mean, I have to be 100% before I make an appointment. The hunters are about to become the hunt. This is a killer He's come out of his house. This is the vehicle of one of our surveillance teams. Now, the reason why this sign so important is they can get up close. They have zooming cameras at the front, zooming cameras at the back. I've got to be right with Jim Baylis. Over 200 men's names were identified by your police investigation, but only 11 were charged. Why is that? Did you have anything to do with the case? is captured? Okay. We have serious allegations from children who say that you were involved in the rape and prostitution of them. Mohammed! ask you some questions the rape of britain saturday 29th of january 2022 2pm in telford be there watch live saturday 29th of january only on getter download getter now from the app store to follow my every move britain for Britain, that was episode one, that's the promo. We're on episode five, which is ready to be released in the coming weeks. Just so you understand, I spent 12 to 18 months in one town in Telford. Telford, this is, the, this, this is where we need to look at the numbers, and these numbers should terrify every one of you, yeah? Telford has a 1.7% Muslim population. That roughly equates to about 3,500 Muslims. Take away the women, get rid of the under-16s, get rid of the over-60s and 70s, you then have the men who fit into the bracket of being involved in these rapes. Roughly a 1,000 men. The police investigation in Telford identified 200 men who were involved. Our investigation identifies 254. Independent inquiry identified 360. That means between 20 and 36% minimum of the men, the Muslim men in that town were raping children. There were 1,000 victims just in this town alone. Now there's two towns that we've been given the figures for in the UK. Five of them were murdered in this town. Set, set on fire, burned alive, killed by a car, five are dead. Yeah? Now, we've got the figures for this town. Many of you would have heard about Rotherham. And we call this grooming. It's been given a very nice little kind name like sure. grooming. It's rape jihad. Yeah? That's what we're seeing, okay? We, we go through in these cases. We ask the girls what they called them. It's always referred to as white slags, guru slags. They're always making Islamic comments. So we've got the figures for Telford. There's another town called Rotherham. Rotherham, we had 1,400 children who were victims. Rotherham has a 3.7% Muslim population. Now, that's no, there's none there. When you consider my hometown as 50%. Birmingham, Britain's largest second city, largest city, has 30 to 40%. Bradford, 50%. All these towns with massive Muslim populations, we've never been given the figures for. We've had no statistics on how many kids have been raped there. So these two towns have been used as scapegoat cities in order, because they were forced by the English Defence League being on the street, to address these issues. But have they addressed them? Identifying 200 rapists and charging 11, letting 189 of them off. It's not been addressed. No-one's allowed to ask the question, why are Muslim men committing this crime so overrepresented compared to any other community? Why aren't the Sikhs doing it? Why aren't the Hindus doing it? Why aren't the Jews doing it? Why are the perpetrators Muslims? Why is this a crime like none other. This is fathers fathers and sons are raping children together. Brother-in-laws with their brother are raping children together. Three sets of brothers. This is something this country's never seen. We obviously have paedophiles and deranged, degraded paedophiles who usually find someone online to to share their disgusting sexual fantasies with. But this is work colleagues, entire businesses, entire communities sharing and raping 11-year-old kids. And that's because the mindset and belief of them, of the derogatory mindset towards women, especially non-Muslim women, and the fact that they're allowed to take non-Muslim women as sexual slaves. That may sound insane to many of you listening, but within the Quran, there's four different verses that, that prohibit and allow them, that, that, that allow them to take non-Muslim women as sexual slaves. One of the verses actually says they're blameless. It's what we've just seen happen by Hamas. That's why they've taken the, Muslim, the, the, the Jewish women. That's why they'll be raping them now. It's what Boko Haram and terrorist organizations have openly told us we are enforcing the teachings of Mohammed. We're allowed to do this. That's why it's problematic. People don't want you to examine. These are real problems that come from open border immigration. They're real problems that are now coming to the United States. The in- intolerance and the danger to your women is there. Your borders have been open. Your politicians don't care. They don't care about the safety of your daughters or your mothers. Yeah? They don't care. They care about globalist plans. They care about money and power and they will import people to replace you. The people they're importing will be reliant on the state. They want them reliant on the state. Just like the real racism out of the United States is the Democrat party who want to keep them on the keep the blacks on the plantations in the United States to continue being failures and, and, and voting for them. That's why they're breaking up the family. It's why they're getting rid of the father. All these things play into each other. So that's what my, my journalism has focused on, a four or five part series so far called The Rape of Britain. I've also done an expose on the BBC. I recently made a film. This will be the biggest shock. I I, I will be imprisoned in the new year for two years for a film. Say that out loud. I will be put in prison for two years because I made a film. I made a film which I wore a hidden camera. It exposes corruption of judiciary. You know, in the United States, you know your courts have been weaponized. You know they've been weaponized against Steve Bannon. you have watched them be weaponized against Donald Trump. You've seen the corruption of the judiciary. Everything you think's happening, I made into a film with covert recordings. I got every bit of evidence from start to finish. I call it the unholy alliance, the unholy alliance of the far left, the judiciary, the media. They all worked together on this. And this film perfectly exposed it all. There was a story in the north of England, in the UK, that was fed to the British public about a Syrian refugee being a victim and the English boy being a racist bully. The story was the total opposite, okay? I reported that people were being lied to, for that, they used lawfare, which is one of their weapons. They've used it against me for 15 years. They used lawfare, they put me through the court of law, they sued me for one, they bankrupt me for 1.6 million pounds. I, because I knew I was telling the truth, I wore a hidden covert recording camera I went to seven different teachers' houses. I got all the evidence I needed. In fact, I got more because the teachers have been paid. They all say it on camera. We took the money. They paid us not to tell the truth. They paid us to silence us. They spent 274,000 pounds buying their silence. I made it into a film. I produced all the evidence to the judge in the High Court of London. I said, here you go, here's the evidence. This entire story is a fraud. You have deceived the British public. How many more stories have you done this for? The judge listed everything in the covert recordings and told me there and then, if any of this is ever shown to the public, you receive two years in jail. Well, that that was made into a film. The film was leaked seven months ago in the United States. When it was leaked, I left the the UK. I was concerned, because prison for me is a death sentence. Jihadi gangs control the British prisons. I don't want to go to jail for two years. I've already done a year of solitary confinement. It wasn't too great on my my mind. I I think I'm good company, but I'm not that good company, sat in a room on my own for 12 months. (laughs) I'm now, facing, I'm now facing 24 months, but the film the, the film totally exposes the judiciary. I Ta- sit here now. I left the country for six months. I come back to the country. I was reinstated on Twitter. I started using my platform, and 48 hours later, I got a letter from the Attorney General saying they're prosecuting me on contempt of court for the film, the film that was leaked seven months before. They didn't do me for seven months. As soon as I got my voice back, bang, I'm back in court. What, so what
3: are, they, what are you getting charged with? Sent to prison? Well, what's exact crime?
1: A contempt of court for breaching the injunction. So the judge, the judge, when we went to court, seven teachers in covert recordings confirmed what I said was true. Yeah, seven different right. teachers. A teacher, they all confirmed they were paid not to tell the truth. They yeah, confirmed I, I watch that. It, it, it's insane. It's, it's insane. crazy because
5: again, what they're doing, if you really look at it, that's misprisions of a felony because the judge is aware of the fact that they actually well, took. Hold on a minute. They took bribes, basically. To not tell the truth and in fact told lies instead. They were paid to seal the evidence that in our, in the United States has considered exculpatory and brady material. What he should have done right then was dismiss the case with prejudice. At
1: least that's the way it's supposed to work in the U.S. I was gonna say, but how does again, it work
3: over there in the UK? We don't I don't, there's don't know. There's
1: no jury. There's no jury. There's no jury. Again, it's a judge. And I found out that the judge <coughs> fell out of his own father over me. Yeah, his father was a supporter. The judge fell out of him before the trial. He should have excused himself from the trial. Instead, the judge, which you see all the evidence for, uh, what I said was that the boy threatened to stab someone in school. We find out from the school records he did stab someone. We also find out from the school records he gets caught with a knife and a screwdriver. This was a boy that was portrayed to my entire country as an innocent victim. He was invited to our parliament whilst they destroyed the life of the boy that stood up to him. Now, the whole thing was a lie. The judge very carefully worded every video he saw, put an injunction. So once he gives me a legal injunction, if then I break that injunction, I go to jail. Now, all that will happen is the media will report Tommy Robinson breached injunction after lying because the whole world was told by the media that I lied. I was the only journalist who reported the truth on this story. And for that, they bankrupted me for 1.6 million. Not happy with just bankrupting me. Now they're going to want to imprison me for two years. The only problem for them, <laughs> which I keep saying, is... I've gone to jail and sacrificed my time to highlight the rape of, rape of our daughters. I couldn't have wished for the attention they bore to my cause. The attention, by imprisoning me now as a journalist, that they are going to bring to the corruption of the judiciary, which when you watch this film, there's no grey area. I can't dream of the numbers of people that are going to watch this film when they lock me up. I know that when this, was in, when this film was premiered in the United States, in Florida, I know that General Flynn was there. He wrote a great write-up about what he'd seen in the film, about how unbelievable the corruption was. So they are going to put eyes on this film that I couldn't have dreamed of. I don't want to go to jail. I'm worried about going to jail. I've got three beautiful young children. But at the same time, um, I'm not going to back down. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not going to... I, I have told the truth. There's nothing I've said that's not true. You want to lock me up as a journalist. And the worrying thing, I know when they've done this to me, it was at a time when... Um, I was looking at America and I said, they're coming for you because when they can't imprison you, they bring in these injunctions. I've got other injunctions through the high courts. They've got injunctions that limit your speech. You can't talk, I've got another story that I'm not even allowed to open my mouth about while I go to jail. Yeah, they have gag
5: orders here. They use them all the time. They use sealed uh, chambers, in chambers communications. We've seen it in cases where they've actually put gag orders on people and not allowed them to use material that they could actually defend themselves with. George and I were involved in an investigation that had a lot of that in it. They use those gag orders as a weaponization. It's lawfare. At the end of the day, if you can't defend yourself, if you can't use the Brady and exculpatory material, you have to look at it from the perspective of that's just a tool to silence you and hide the truth. And what you have are corrupted judges or judges that have been compromised through information that's been found, whether it's pedophilia, pornography, affairs. uh, It doesn't matter whether they took money from the wrong guy. That's what happens here in the U.S. courts, and I can't imagine that it's much different in the U.K. courts. Let's face it, you're over the target. They want to take you out of the picture. The easiest way is to argue that the facts you presented weren't true, but in fact the information you presented to that judge, it should have been enough for the judge to say, dismiss with prejudice, Tommy, because you're right. You can't bribe. You can't witness tamper. You can't take the witness information, pay them to not testify correctly. I mean, you can't use gag orders and NDAs for potential evidence that would prove your innocence. But of course, that's what they did. I saw parts of the film. You sent it to me. It's intriguing. The corruption runs parallel so what's happening here in the U.S.? George, I want to hear your comments, because I know you're frothing at the mouth over there. When you start moving around, I know yes. something's coming.
3: Um, so we all know the courts are bad and corrupt. I mean, it is what it is. And when some, someday, at some point, we're all going to have to stand up, not only in the United States, but abroad, too. So I don't know how the uh, U.K. court system works. I'm not f- so familiar with it, but I don't know. Is there, is, you don't have no way of appealing this? Or...
1: I, 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 I will now get a court date. I've just had. To, I had to answer legally by the fourteenth. The the Attorney General's lawyer sent me a letter. See, it's a civil case, so it's a civil injunction. But breaking the civil injunction is then a criminal offence. So you don't so, get arrested. You get a letter. But I received right. a letter. So they I have a co-
3: to court. So your civil don't injunction join... did it? Did it specify that you can't that film can't be released anywhere, or is it just for the UK? Because it was it's released spec- in the United States, so you might have a little it's something specified-
1: there. It's it's worded in a way that any agent or anyone linked to you... Now, when he gave me the injunction in court, which I've got evidence of, I made him aware the film's already in the United States. It doesn't matter what injunction you give me. The film's in America. I haven't got possession of it. It's in America. But, as I've said, there's no jury. It's not like I have to convince 12 members of the British public. They're putting me behind, in front of a judge whose friends... They've already made the decision. The fact they're charging me, I'm gone. I know I am. Yeah? The fact they're charging me for this case, I will be put into a court. I will be put into a court before a judge, and I will be tried for contempt. Contempt of court is the only, the only charge that a British person can receive two years in jail for without a jury. Yeah, it's the judge. Crazy. The judge is making the decision. An elected judge who, who already, do you know, in the case, we, I produced. He's, he's not elected.
3: People. He's selected.
1: Elected yeah, Selected. I'm <laughs> I, I produced seven recordings of teachers and five children come to court as witnesses. One child come to court who was a girl who the boy beat up a hockey stick. Yeah. Another child come to court who he called his mum a white slag and attacked him. Another child come to court. So all these children come to court and testified who I don't know. Seven teachers spoke on covert recordings clarifying everything was true. The judge's verdict was that... And he said that the seven people and the five pupils all lied. And sometimes yeah. people don't sometimes people don't need a reason to lie. They just lie. So but if they lie, do it for perjury. If they like it for perjury.
3: There's gotta be some dirt on this judge that somebody could dig up and start putting out there. Not you, don't you don't do it. I mean there's a lot of other people. I'll put it out if someone gives it to me. I don't care. But th- you know, there's gotta be pressure. Something on him or his family. So anybody who well, feels like digging in the UK? Because I know you got big support. There's a lady, Deborah Barr, that keeps saying, Tommy, don't go to court. Don't go to court.
5: Well, you've got is. crazy supporters, but I want to point something out, George. You just nailed it, but in the reverse. Let's face it. There is probably somebody that has dug up dirt on this judge, and they're using it to manipulate his behavior in the court system. It's no different than we do here. We know that they have spied on FISA court judges, district court judges, Supreme Court justices, and they take that information, they back pocket it for a later date. It wouldn't surprise me at all, Tommy, if your judge has already been compromised, who knows what he's into or what he's got caught doing. And let's face it, it's the easiest way to strong arm somebody, right? Blackmail them when needed. We've got to take Tommy Robinson out. He's exposing the truth. He's exposing Sharia law. He's exposing immigration. He's he's exposing corruption by our government officials. I mean, it's straight out of the playbook. It's the same thing we see here. Everybody wonders why we can't get a good ruling in the court system. It's because our jurists are compromised. Our DOJ is weaponized. Our FBI is, is an enemy of the people, as is the Department of Homeland Security and many other The agencies. government as a
3: whole, let's just say it.
5: Yeah, I mean, we, we've got a so, major problem. Yeah. Our government is corrupted from within. I talk about the fact that it's a uniparty constantly. George, your thoughts on this, because so, you know my feeling. You can't yeah. trust any of them.
3: I wanna get back to something what Tommy was talking about before, Lance, because it's just been sitting in my head. It's just really, like, festering with me. You were talking about before, like, fathers and their sons are raping kids over there. And are they they being um, held accountable for this?
1: So what they've done is, like in Telford, they've put 11 in jail. They identified 200. So in each town and city, they're arresting a handful and prosecuting them, and then the headlines are saying grooming gangs have been smashed. Whereas in reality, it's a token little gesture. It's still happening now. It's happening in every town and city. What we found from the government reports... For example, let me, in Rotherham, when the J report, the Alexis uh, J report, come out about the investigation into these gangs, they found that two of the girls' dads got together. Now, think about this. Their two 13-year-old daughters are in-house being raped by lots of Muslim men. The two dads get together. They go around the house to get their daughters back. So they start making a scene outside the house. The police turned up, arrested the dads, took the dads away, left the daughters in the house of the Muslim men. That is the level of not just incompetence, but the way they facilitate the children to be raped in these towns. One Shh. little girl in Oxford had a hot iron rod. She was 11 years old. I don't her want to hear it. Don't... was heated up with uh. the letter M. And it was scolded on her bum because she was a property of Mohammed. Another girl had her tongue nailed to a table. In our documentary in episode three, we interview a girl who was dragged up to the woods by the man. We confront him in the end in his restaurant. He killed a 13-year-old girl as well. He got two years for that. Yeah, we you got two years. We go up. We find two years, years where- for
5: killing a thirteen year old girl. You know what? He never. If that was my daughter, he never would have made Lance, it to jail. Lance, it would have been a trip to Home Depot, and I would have taken my time with him over about a week. Go ahead, George.
3: You know, if shit really like this was going around, I mean, around here, what? what I would just say, I mean, and they wouldn't do anything about it, uh, it's, it. I would just get a vigilante squad. I don't give
5: George, a shit. You have to look at you know vigilante squad, Lance. That's Think it. about the guests we have coming in on Wednesday. We have Tara Rodas and we have Aaron Stevenson, mm. Tommy. They were in police state and they are going to be uh, disclosing some stuff on our show that has to do with human health and human services right now and what's really going on with our border and the issues at hand. It's crazy stuff. And that's actually going to be Wednesday for us. Uh, I got to tell you, it looks like George might be frozen up there. No, no, the am I? Damn, it
7: did it yeah, happen you got a again? Freeze
5: on you. Yeah, you might have to jump back Fuck. in and out. Anyway, yeah, we, that's, that's Wirecast. That's not George. I don't want to blame George for his technical prowess. I'll do that behind the scenes when nobody hears me. All right, so look, here's mm. the deal. I, I, I got to tell you this. Right now where the American people are at, I can tell you that there are many people, if that was their 13-year-old daughter, I don't think these, these gentlemen would make it to court. Nobody would wait outside the door and make a ruckus and wait for the police. They would kick in the door and they would start lighting people up. That is the nature of the United States. But, of course, they would then be vilified, prosecuted. It was a racist crime. You know, the crazy part about this is, Tommy, is people are in denial here still. They're in denial of what's going on. We keep exposing the border. That's one of the things we've been doing on the show over and over, we keep bringing the receipts. Tommy, listen, there was a, a photo that showed up online. About 60 days ago, we started telling people how they're buying the Afghanistan weapons that Joe Biden left behind and how they're buying weapons from South Africa. South Africa is one of the biggest manufacturers, so the cartels have been shopping in South Africa for APVs and weapons, they're importing them, and they've been shopping for the Afghanistan weapons, buying them from, uh, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the leftovers, that Joe, uh, the, the $100 mil- billion in military leftovers. So everybody doesn't want to believe it, right? But meanwhile, a photo shows up online, and there's a Vulcan minigun, an M134, uh, a Barrett sniper that had uh, government markings on it, U.S. government markings, and it's all the cartels showing off that they just got this. They just got the delivery of these weapons, a Vulcan minigun. That's just what we need—is our cartel with a Vulcan minigun, a U.S. Vulcan minigun. So that's the nature of what we're pre- that they're prepared for and they're arming for. George, do you want to throw up media ten while you're? Oh, there you go. You're back, I'm hey, back baby I'm back, baby. baby, you're back better than ever. Throw up media ten. This is our own border. Army officers helping migrants enter further into the U.S. after they illegally cross the border. So we become the welcome wagon. We have border patrol. We have our, our U.S. air marshals are now sandwich chefs. They're making sandwiches for illegal immigrants instead of being on our planes, protecting us and protecting our airspace. Uh, I don't know, you guys have the same thing. I understand Yeah, the Royal that...
1: Navy are bringing them in. The Royal Navy are bringing them in. The
5: Royal Navy, I was about to say that. Listen, Tommy, I'm telling you right now, the crazy part is with the way the channel is, if you gave us half a dozen Zodiacs and some 50 caliber machine guns, we could probably shut down that illegal immigration pretty rapidly, but of course, that's not what the, the UK government wants. Government. Yeah, the yeah it's the sands of what it is. George, let's throw up that media. It's media. Ready? Yeah of have military
4: helping migrants cross into the US illegally? First give up.
5: Please.
4: What is a public area? We're supposed to be here I
5: didn't say you
4: had to be. Immigrants who are undocumented are coming in our country, guys. Just so you know, we are at the Texas border, Eagle Pass, as we are coming right now. There are a bunch of immigrants just crossing the borders, and our military is more than happy to help. This is our terrible example of what a yes man and follow the orders can get our country. Exactly. And I bet that these three men don't even like this, but women and children as well. Yeah. Okay. Just um, let's let's talk to you. let's uh, let's ask them where they come from. Is that alright? Let's talk to them. Yeah. Hey guys, can you guys speak English? Hey guys. It... Oh, Spanish? Spanish? Oh, can, you, can you ask them where they came from? Uh, ask Ecuador.
3: Where he... Ecuador. Mm. Ecuador.
5: So we're going to take another break. George is going to take us out. When we come back, we're going to show you a video from Michigan, and I'm going to compare it. George, I want to throw that image up there against uh, Gaza and London and show the comparisons of what's going on. So we'll start off with the Gaza London. When you guys come back, when we come back, you guys don't go anywhere. We're gonna we're going we're gonna wrap this show up with some great stuff here at the end. So stay tuned. Big big mafia. We love you guys. George, take us out, brother.
3: We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. We got some more Tommy Robinson video content too to show you all. You'll we'll be right back.
8: Sites you visit, and they're only gonna allow a couple thousand sites. Ninety nine percent of the web will be off limits. up for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel. Your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you worked for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com.
2: well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm gonna extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98. Or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last.
6: You are in danger. They are watching you. Big brother, big tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk-free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose, but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.
2: down
4: no.
9: as a former Navy seal I'm wired for direct action and I know that for this kind of work especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high-threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team, veterans interdicting pedophile rings.
3: Welcome back to The Big Big Show. Here with your host, Lance Mediaccio, yours truly, G. Ballantine, and our special guest, Tommy from the UK. So, we're going to bring up some comparisons here so you guys can get a feel of what's going on. I'm going to put up a picture here. Right? Yeah, this is now...
5: it's not like the others.
3: Lance is singing. I can't take it. So, you have here Muslims in London and Muslims in Gaza. Then we're going to go to a video of the United States, and you tell me the differences that you see from all three. I wanna hear the comparisons. I wanna see you guys in the chat, what's going on, ready? Here's the picture, here's one. Da, 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 da. I don't know, Lance, they kinda of look the same to me.
5: It's hard to make the separation. I think they're all the same. I don't know, you could just flip-flop those, you could just put Gaza over the one side, London over the other. Right. I don't
3: here see we, a difference. But here we you know. go, I'm gonna put the video up so they can see.
7: Anybody find it funny that these people have organized so quickly and so well across America in multiple states with foreign flags, which you can't pick up at Walmart or Target in the United States, mind you. We don't sell those flags anywhere that you can just go to the store and pick up, so you know, I'm really wondering how it is that all these new flags are being flown on U.S. soil, when you would probably have to order something like that from another country, right? I mean, even if I got on Amazon, it takes two days. They were doing this the next morning after after the first uh, battle a couple of weeks ago. So that has to tell you that this was completely organized that the cell phones that our government handed out to these immigrants that are coming illegally got a call. They were seriously handed out these flags. Let's be honest. There is no way all these people acquired all those foreign flags on American soil overnight. Not happening. Sorry, not. Y'all need to wake up. We're under attack.
3: You know, Something wow. eerily similar to those, all three, from the Gaza to the UK to the United States. Yeah. I mean, I remember yeah. when we put that video up a few, like, probably a month ago with w- Michigan, when they had all the flags on their lawn about the ISIS oh, flags. Yeah. And remember well, those that? had
5: ISIS flags, those were even worse. I mean, I don't know where you buy an ISIS flag, not that I wanna do the research or that I wanna own an ISIS flag. What I think is interesting is you look at it from that perspective. Is Tommy frozen up there, George? Uh, but
3: no, no. No, I don't know. Both of these are frozen up. I don't know what's going on. Are really? we? Oh, okay. no, I'll just talk. Week. Let me see if I can figure it out.
5: Okay, you figure it out. We'll talk in the meantime. We've got yeah. a little freeze time. Here's the deal. I mean, where do you buy Palestine flags that readily in that quantity? Where do you buy, just like they did in San Francisco, CCP flags? Where do you get a quantity of CCP flags? San Francisco, literally, you couldn't find a U.S. flag. George, you want us to jump in and out, or are you good?
3: No, I don't know. I'm going to do, do screen captures in a second. We just okay. did the same thing. Don't worry about it. Just keep talking, and I'll okay. get you guys in a minute. Back, I mean,
5: Tommy. Do you see the same things over in the UK going on? I think I don't he know if we lost.
3: He, he he just he lost his connection.
5: Well, do you want me to log out and come back in?
3: No, just stay there.
5: Okay. It's not you. Tommy may have to come back in then.
3: Maybe. He's coming back in right now. Okay, great. Let me see.
5: Yeah, I don't know what happened. Hold on, he just is. stay
3: there. Sorry, guys. Where'd he go?
5: I don't
3: know. I don't know either. Oh, there
5: he is. he is. He's back.
3: I don't think it's you, he's but hold on. Man. I'm going to let you know in a second.
5: Yeah, he's going to try to grab a screen capture. This is the Wirecast upgrade working at its finest for us. You're good to go. That's a different angle. we got a different angle
1: on Tommy. We yeah, no, yeah I it's, it's the, the same thing. I've had to come off the computer, and I've gone onto the phone.
5: Yeah.
3: No, it's not you. It's, it's the streaming software. Something's going on.
5: Yeah, okay. Wirecast was running efficiently up until about four days ago, and they decided to I do a major
1: upgrade. Let me just get a passcode, so I can get back on the computer if that's
3: better. Yeah, you can go back on your computer. It's all right.
5: Yeah, it's okay. all right. It's, it's not cool. you. The computer's fine, Tommy. Eight it's it's s- on our end.
1: Okay, cool. eight, seven, eight. Right, I'll hang up. I'll hang up now and be on the computer. Two seconds.
5: Yeah, not a problem.
1: Sam.
3: I'm just going to screen capture you right now, Lance, so just stay there.
5: Okay. Oh, Got he's it. moving. Let's stay he right can't... here, George. Shit. What's wrong?
3: Because he screws up the thing when he does that. Hold on. Oh.
5: Fuck. He's going to grab a screen capture here in a second. He'll have it straightened out, Tommy.
3: Yeah, don't, don't switch off no more.
5: <laughs> we'll just see here in a minute. Uh, I'll keep talking until then, George. Anyway, so look, here's what we've got. We've got organized, fomented plots, uh, just like the piles of bricks that miraculously showed up during BLM and Antifa. Instead, now we've got an unlimited resource for international flags. Uh, I don't know where you buy some of these flags. I don't believe they're available readily on Amazon in quantity, because I don't think up until the last couple of weeks they would have been all that popular. They
3: probably sell them in the stores.
5: Yeah, no doubt about it. It's very possible.
3: Not possible. Uh, it is.
5: Yeah. How you doing there, bud? I'm
3: cut. You coming on right now? Hold
5: on. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna go right in. George is gonna throw up There's once he Lance. gets a straight net of the technical piece. Uh, we're I'm back.
3: I'm gonna get Tommy in right robot. now. I Tommy's coming in. A little
5: in. robot or a little. I nah, don't care what
3: you do. Do whatever you want.
5: <laughs> Tommy still, will be but... in next. He's gonna take a screen capture. of You, Tommy, you'll be okay. It's oh. just that that, that Zoom Wirecast interface. Obviously, this is the second time we had this problem this week. The last seven days since they did mm. the update.
3: No, it's funny. They tried telling me like, "Oh no."
5: Yeah. Oh no. It's fine. Don't worry. fine, my it.
3: ass. It did the same thing. My camera went first, and then boom.
5: Well, you can see when you redo the screen capture, it's doing that filter thing it did to Dinesh the other night. So. Oh, it is. Not a big deal, man. Yeah, you can see me right now. It kind of gave me you that. Got oh, there the I am. One, Yeah. yeah. Tommy will be back in a second.
3: Hey, look at that,
5: huh? Dude, let me send the wave to you, Tommy, here. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we are back in the saddle, thank God. George, when you get a chance, I don't wanna put any more pressure on you, but if you wanna throw up uh, the next video of the promo videos of Tommy, and Tommy, I wanted to say to you, if you want us to put up the first segment, the number one segment on our Rumble channel, and promote it, we did that recently for Selection Code, we're happy to do anything that helps you push or promote traffic. Let us know what we can put up that is approved for us to show on the big, big channel.
1: Put up all of it, mate. Put up all of it. Um, okay. uh, people view these as possible to, let's say, understand the crime and they understand how it works. In episode two, we look at Islam and we're trying to understand the teachings of Islam. <laughs> So each, we'll he put up to... the promo
5: clips on the Big Mig, and then if you want us to put up any of the actual full product or anything else, you tell us, you give us the okay, and we'll do it. We'll push whatever we can to help you. Send it, it to me, and I'll put want it up. We the most optics. We don't want you to go to jail, that's for sure. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. That's... We already know what it's like on the All inside. Right. We've been there and done that as the government's come back after both of us. Go ahead.
3: All right, this is um, his clip, The uh, Rape of Britain, Episode 5. This is the most recent one, so here you go.
4: There should have been hundreds who went to prison, not just 10, 12. Why have they got a target, a 60-year-old woman, disabled? No-one's going to help me, even the police ain't going to help me. We're supposed to be safe where we are, and I'm even too scared to get out of the car or go into a shop. I beg the police to move me and protect me. There's only you that's offered to
1: help You've impregnated a child. We need to ask you some questions.
4: They're still still raping girls. They've, They've got girls, they've groomed as a child and now they're selling them as an adult, and that's because they've got them hooked on drugs as a child.
1: Waj, you dragged a 12-year-old girl and you raped her. You forcefully raped her with gangs the of men. Me. You forcefully raped a 12-year-old girl, you oh. took her to the weekend, and you raped her. Waj, what do you have it? to say? Watch, this, this is going to go out on a documentary. You're a star, you're a star of episode five, Rape of Britain.
4: Never going to get them sent to prison or anything no more because the police don't care.
1: But me telling the world what they've done, that's enough. We're bringing you content no one else will. We need your help and we need your support. We have no big funders. If you can support our work, please sign up and help us. Just the cost of a coffee. You can support us at www urbanscoop.news forward slash support us. Thank you. There we go.
5: Well, if you guys at this point don't realize that what we've been telling you is the truth and that you need to be paying attention closer to what's going on with our borders, uh, hopefully you're figuring it out. This is going to be a big week. We've got David Clements coming on tomorrow, election integrity expert. Let My People Go, his documentary. And like we told you, we've got Tara Rodas and Aaron Stevenson on Wednesday, day before Thanksgiving. It's going to be a big episode. They were just on police state, and they're going to expose the real heart of the trafficking. The U.S. government appears to be the largest trafficker at our border currently, and they're going to expose that. Tommy, you have covered a lot of, a lot of space tonight, a lot of geography Uh Where can people get more involved with what you have going on? What can they do to support you? Why don't you cover your social media? And then uh, Tommy has been extra generous. I wanna tell our subscribers and listeners, he is gonna allow us to put up all the documentary material that you've just seen clips of. It's gonna be up on the Rumble channel of the Big MIG. We may even uh, do some translation on that for some of our foreign listeners. We'll let you know, George is gonna work on that and we'll discuss that. At the end of the day, It'll be available for you guys, and we will let you know when we've got it up. Tommy, go ahead, man. Tell everybody what they can do to help you leading up to this phony trial—or I don't even want to call it a trial. This phony crucifixion of you.
1: I work for a company called Urban Scoopers, who we produce our content for. Um, we ask people to support that content. I've also—I just paid thirty thousand pounds in legal fees, probably eight weeks ago. I've now got—they win through lawfare anyway. because They tie you up. Instead of spending your time working on the content and producing content and telling stories, you're constantly battling their court cases, which is what I'm facing again now. I know this one will cost £50,000, £60,000 to try and fight it. And I'm fighting it. I'm fighting a losing battle, really, but I still have to fight. So anyone who can support our work, I've got episode five literally ready. We're just sort of going through it with the editor this week. Um, they're important stories. They're stories that the mainstream media won't tell. They're important in the fact that if these girls aren't going to get justice, then some form of retribution towards the men. when I say these men's lives, for the first time, they've had something to think about. Their businesses are closing. They're getting the looks that they deserve in the street because we're making them famous for the crimes they've committed. Um, it's important work. It's a valuable work. It gives the... These girls have been failed by every institution. They've not been believed by police originally. They've been failed by social services. Everyone that was meant to protect them hasn't. So giving them a voice is important for us. It's important for them and letting them tell their story. And the most recent one is episode five goes out soon. I've got another one, episode six, which I need to finish. Um, yeah, we, we, I, we, we, I can't do any of the work without people supporting us anyway. I also have two books out um, that can be, that one of my books went to number four uh, number one, four times on Amazon, yeah? Which must hate my de- hurt my detractors. And the second one went to number three, which called silenced, and then Amazon deleted it. They banned it. So you can buy Mein Kampf, Hitler's God. book, in 20 different languages on Amazon. <laughs> but they banned Tommy Robinson's book. Yeah? They banned it out of embarrassment, I think, because it was going straight to number one again. That was even at a time when I was censored from every social media. So it must hurt them, because it's like... They've thrown dirt on me and, and flowers have grown continuously so they I think they're scratching their heads i think people see the content we produce they know we're willing to sacrifice to produce that content um yeah if you want to buy my books you can buy them at tr we do post to america um any support helps even just sharing our content as i said if you guys are going to upload our documentaries i want the world to see them and the we world needs to understand america needs to understand so any sharing of It's supporting alternative media, supporting uh, citizen journalism of all kinds is the most important to take the power away from the mainstream.
5: We will absolutely share that. Uh, Trsilence.com is where you can go to buy Tommy's books. Anything you can do to help. Lawfare is a strategy here in the US and in the UK. These legal fees will eat you alive, and that's their plan, right? To drain your financial resources. They did it to General Flynn. They did it to uh, Roger Stone. They're doing it to Tommy Robinson. These people need our support because they are exposing the truth. They need the help. Uh, and without them, we wouldn't know these stories. George, looks like you've got something you'd like to contribute. No,
3: no, I'm just reading the chat. They're, they're funny. We have- chat are um,
5: on fire tonight, are they not? They love Tommy Robinson. Big McMafia, Patri- now you realize this- Patriot? Now you can't leave, Tommy. Now oh yeah, are so- Big McMafia
3: yeah, so all the people in the chat too from Great Britain, we got Patriot, uh intent. now you're big, big mafia, so I don't know, somehow the commercials helped them dislodge some earwax because the vibes were a little bit off, so but I'll take care of that. thank you guys. yeah but yeah, Tommy, you whatever yeah, whatever you need, we'll help you out. We'll, I'll get that in uh, your okay. news cycle too that's um distributed online, so we'll take care of thank it. You,
5: just, thank whatever you, you know, do. We have to
3: 20. all help each other out. It's the only way we're going to get this battle won.
5: Yeah, and we're we're gonna get you over those gifts, and we're gonna get those videos up. Tommy, stick around for a minute backstage. Listen, guys, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, Seaofmud.com, Patriotic Apparel. Get over there and get something for your family members, liberal or conservative. I like the coffee cups. George likes the t-shirts because he's the swag master. Uh, His old glory, American Pilsner. We appreciate the support of the show. If your liquor store doesn't carry it, ask them to. They're out of Tennessee, you can find them. They are looking to expand across the country and they are a non-woke veteran supporting company that you want to get behind because they have obviously not jumped over into that DEI pool of corruption and stupidity. George, give us your last words and what we need to do here.
3: I just want to say, hold on, another UK um, person, Debbie Barr, thank you for listening in. Hope you uh, enjoyed the show. And any other UK people that are listening in. Um, Lance, tomorrow night, everybody, we got another show with David Clement at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you guys are all watching. Tomorrow's going to be another big show. He's an election integrity expert, right, Lance? Let what he does. My
5: People Go, his new documentary, we're going to be covering some bullet points on that. Yep. And telling you where you can watch that documentary. And David's going to be dropping some bombs like he always does. This yep. guy is on the cutting edge. He's dealing with Joel Altman, Mike Lindell. He's in the inner circle of people that know what really happened with our elections. They like to call him an election denier. Of course, bullshit.
3: Yeah. George. So, anyway, one more thing. Marissa, thank you for your donation today. We really appreciate you. Any, anytime anybody donates, it all helps us out, keeps the show going. So we really appreciate anybody with that. We appreciate you all. You all have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow at 7 Shop. Peace out.
5: God bless
8: only allow a couple sites. 99% of the web will be off for your toughest jobs or your most rugged excursions. Introducing Sea of Mud Apparel, your go-to destination for clothing that embodies the relentless spirit of rural America. We were blue collar before it was cool to say you worked for a living. Let your clothes speak for you. Embrace quality, comfort, and the American way. Shop now at seaofmud.com.
2: I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever you get our brand new six-piece my towels for only $29.98 or rejuvenate your bed with a my pillow mattress topper as low as $99.99 or how about my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98 there's something for everyone duvets quilts down comforters body pillows bolster pillows and so much more well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only twenty nine ninety eight or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last.
6: You are in danger. They are watching you. Big brother, big tech, and hardened criminals too. Today, everyone is being tracked, then profiled, analyzed, and your information used against you, sold to the highest bidder, or just outright stolen. Even worse, the coming AI state, artificial intelligence, is now watching you like never before. Without privacy, you have no freedom. Every patriot, Every American citizen believes we are a government of the people and by the people, not the other way around. So the time to act is now. Reclaim your right to privacy with Alias ID. Learn more at aliasid.com and try these powerful and proven tools that deliver dependable results, backed by our $1 million privacy protection guarantee against data breach. It's all yours, risk free for 45 days. You have nothing to lose but a lifetime of privacy and freedom to regain until Big Brother and Big Tech changes for the better and forever.
9: Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. As a former Navy SEAL, I'm wired for direct action. And I know that for this kind of work, especially dealing with cartels, I'd need a team of guys I could depend on for high threat security. Put together what I called the Viper Team. Veterans interdicting pedophile rings.